Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40 where we help women like you rethink your priorities to create a life you love in this stage of life. So what's a girl to do to not normalize stress, to take action to be well so she can live a life of impact? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, as one of my favorite listeners, I want to offer you a gift. It's my new daily priorities planner. This reusable planner will get you thinking about your priorities in seven key areas before your day gets away from you and follow through on what matters most to you, finally. Sound amazing? And that's not all, I've got something else for you too. Go grab yours at lissafiggins.com forward slash daily plan, or just click the link in the show notes and be watching your inbox for a bonus gift I have for you. Now let's rethink your stress. So today, I'm excited to introduce you to Melissa Valizan. She is an author, a speaker, a TV star, and has a passion for helping clients who are frustrated with just treating symptoms to get to the actual root cause. Now, as a consultant and a pharmacist, she's an advocate for individuals to help you to experience more vitality, which we all need. And Melissa also has a heart for helping others to be mindful of the stress that may be in your life and how that is affecting you. So Melissa, thank you so much for joining us. I love another Melissa in my life. Tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got from where you were to how you're serving others today. Absolutely. Thanks, Lissa. So um, I have been on the journey of helping people throughout my entire life. I can remember when I was a young um, little girl actually going and helping the neighbor who was elderly with when she had broken her leg. And it just kind of got me on that path of helping people. And so when I was looking for a way of where I was going to go to school and things like that, I started looking into areas of what I liked and what I, you know, and so I love science and I love math. And I thought, okay, well, let me go into pharmacy because I didn't want to at the time be a, a physician. Now I did get my doctorate, so I am a doctor, um, but I'm not a physician. And so pharmacy school led me down the path where I was able to 
open the world and help so many women and men along the path. I was able to come up with a supplement regimen to help a dear family member who was struggling from an unknown disease. We were able to do that. I've been along my path able to help so many different people optimize their health by streamlining the amount of medications and supplements that they take because so many people just rely on their physician to just prescribe them medication after medication. And they don't even realize that their physician only had 600 hours on average of pharmaceutical training. So um, I'm actually the expert with over 52,000 clinical hours of pharmaceutical training. And along my path, I've been helping so many different people. I've had my own different experiences, several different ones. What landed me into the world of consulting now after so many years of different areas of pharmacy is that my I had a great, a great position, a great job. But what happened is I decided my health was more important than climbing that ladder because I got to the point where I was physically having symptoms. I ended up having to have surgery. My throat was closing off. I literally couldn't breathe and I didn't, I didn't realize it. I was just going through the motions. I thought everything was good. I thought it was normal for me to be like this. No, it wasn't. And until I actually found somebody to help me get to my root cause, that's really when my my eyes opened and I realized I needed a change. I wasn't going to be able to go any further up on that ladder where I was. The uh, the ceiling had had ended and the stress of my job is what actually caused my me to have to have surgery, which is significant. For so many years, I could see in others, and I still do in others, and that's part of what I right. my my benefit is. I'm able to see in others the stress that they're not able to see. I can guide them on helping them, you know, transition to having a, a healthier lifestyle with less stress, so that they can still live the life that they want and be healthy at the same time. I helped so many different people. Sometimes it was a little bit of a career change for some. Sometimes it was just a change in their nutrition or their movement or their mindset as to how to get that stress out. So along my path, I saw different things, but what I didn't realize is I needed somebody else to help me. And that's what I I think for all the women listening is that we as women think that we we've got it all under control. And yes, we, 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 we think we do. We're amazing. (laughs) Let me tell you, I looked like I had under control. I had everything in place. My eyes dotted, my T's crossed. You wouldn't have known. Now, some of my very, very, very close friends, they knew I was overworked. They knew I was stretched beyond where I should have been stretched, but I felt like, Oh no, I got to keep going, keep going, keep going. And I needed somebody else on the outside to help me on my path. And so that's one thing that I do is I'm able to help you because we feel like we have it all and we can do it all. Let me tell you, having somebody else just to step in and have somebody to talk to, have somebody to bounce things off of is phenomenal because it eases that burden. It eases that anxiety, that depression, that stress. It can actually even change your um, your numbers, like your blood pressure, your diabetes numbers, your cholesterol numbers. 
because all of those numbers are affected by stress. Yes, they are. I can tell you firsthand, 99% of the time when somebody goes to see that physician and they go in they're they're usually expecting to get a prescription because that's why I go to the, if, if I go in, I'm expecting to get a prescription. You know, I go in, I spend my time. Well, the, our society has expected that and there's better ways, let me tell you, but people go in 99% of the time, it's stress related the way they go in to see their physician. Wow. Right. And like you talk about root causes, we're just putting a bandaid on the problem essentially is what you're saying. Right. And so we're going to continue having that pop up in some other place. And I mean, you hit on so many things. I'm taking notes as I'm listening to you because I love, I love this because I learn in the process of, of having these conversations. But first of all, you are re- living repurposed. You took a passion and interest that you had, and then you also took your own journey and you helped, you know, you're helping other people with that. And so a couple of things I want to circle back to about that. One of them is this whole idea of us normalizing stress and just accepting this as to this is just how life is, especially if you're building a career. But even if you're not building a career, just being a, you know, being a full-time mom is stressful, you know, being, trying to manage a household and all the things, you know, owning a business, all these things are stressful. Why do you think that we've kind of fallen into this? This is just normal. This just comes along with, you know, either what I'm doing in life or what stage I am in life. And, you know, and let's talk a little bit about that. So I think that we have, we've just normalized it. And I think it's because we've been expected to do this. We've been expected. We saw our ancestors. We saw our mothers do this, our grandmothers do this. And we just think, okay, well, we do everything that they did and we have a full-time career. Now, some of our moms and grandmothers had a full-time career. Most of them though, when we're talking people over 40, most of your mothers and grandmothers, they worked at home and that was a full-time job. Yes. But what, what we've added on is we still do the housework. We still do the cooking and the cleaning and the grocery shopping and the laundry and all of that. And we've added a career on top of that. When we're talking to Gen Xers, especially, we we were one of the generation we wanted to have both. Right. And, and not saying other generations, but the majority. So let's say the majority of it. And we've just, we just added on and added on and we become normalized with that. We just think, okay, this is normal for us not to sleep. It's normal for us not to eat healthy. It's normal for us just to run through the drive-thru on the way home. I've been there. I did that. Let me tell you, I found a better way because I needed, I needed that change. And, and yes, on occasion, when you have to do that, that quick thing, that's okay. I'm not, I'm not knocking anything, but when we, when we talk about repurposed and we talk about, you've heard me talk about before, I, I talk about whole body health. And I know, Alyssa, you mentioned the seven areas. I've talked about those in the past as well. And I, the whole body health is a combination of your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual health. And it's all part of that, you know, all of these little pieces. And I don't think that we can truly have a complete balance because I I just don't think that that's ever true, but in the different areas of your life. So the seven areas of life, you can have harmony in them. And if you're too stressed out or too tired to do all this, you're not going to have the fun that you need to have. You're not going to be able to give the attention to your family or to yourself. I think that's one thing that we, especially as women, and I know I'm guilty of this still, I work on it every day of 
making sure that I fill up my cup, not selfish, but that I do self-love because the more that I can fill my cup up first, the more I have to give. It's, it's just like that old saying, not old saying, put on your oxygen mask first before you help others. The reason that they tell us that is because we traditionally will go and help somebody else first. That's our nature to add on, to add on. And we've normalized that. But if we don't put on our own oxygen mask first, guess what? We're dead. We can't help anybody else. So that's the process. And that's the same way with stress. It can lead to death. Yeah, right. And then nobody's getting a good anything from you, let alone, you know, a good version of you. And, And that's a common thing that I hear from women because just like you said, we have this nurturing, caregiving, you know, serving bone in our body. That's how God created us. And so we think that taking time for us is selfish. And I actually have to flip that on the head and say, okay, so if you keep doing this and you don't take care of yourself and then you do run yourself into the ground or get some diagnoses and now, now you're having, you, you are forced to pay attention to your wellness, right? You're going to, you're going to be you know, putting even more focus on yourself at that point than if you just would have done a little bit all along the way. Right. So I think that's where the selfishness comes in is the, if you neglect yourself, you're going to not be able to give your best to the people that you love and that you want to pour into. And, and you're going to have to be forced to give even more attention, you know, to, to yourself. So I love that you hit on that because we do, we put ourselves in the back burner or we think I got this. And, you know, we were created, like you said, when things happen, we can, you know, rise to the occasion. Our body is okay, but it's not supposed to be sustained. We're not supposed to be running from the proverbial tiger all day, every day, day after day after day. And I think here's part of the problem that our moms and grandmas didn't have is this thing that follows us around that continually beeping or buzzing or flashing red numbers or whatever. And so it's like, we always have things coming into our world that can add stress, you know, that are, that are vying for our attention that are causing us to, you know, you know, start thinking about something that maybe we didn't really even need to put, spend any time and attention on. Right. So I think that is starting to, you know, see a lot of effects there. So I know in your journey, you said that you didn't recognize the signs yourself, um, but, but other people saw it in you. And then you have this way now of being able to see it in other people. So what are some of those red flags? What are some of those signs that someone, you know, maybe can kind of give them a a few to to think about and say, how many of these am I checking off? And then maybe that's a sign that there is a bigger issue than they think. Absolutely. So some of the things um, are, are you feeling more tired than normal? Are you having acid reflux? Mm. Is your blood pressure off the charts. Do you even know what your blood pressure is? That's a whole nother topic. Maybe are you developing a headache at certain times, or do you have pain in certain other areas? Are you experiencing a rash of any kind? Mm. These are some of the things that we commonly just think it's normal for us to have these things. It's normal for me to have a headache every day. It's normal for me to not sleep every day. It's normal for me to this, this, and that. So these actually are signs potentially, and there's a whole bunch more. If you can think from head to toe, things on your body are affected by stress. And I have a nice diagram that um, I usually pull up when I give a talk on that. Every different system can be affected. And so the things that I just went through, those are some signs, some symptoms of what could be the underlying root cause, which could be stress. 
it could be another, um, it could be an underlying disease. It could be an anxiety. It could be a depression. Anxiety and depression could be a sign of stress. We don't realize that high blood pressure could be a sign of stress, Mm. a heart attack. Yeesh. That could be a sign of stress that could go one of two ways. That could be, okay, I got fixed or you're no longer. Hey friend, just want to push pause to say, I see you. You give too much attention to some things, but not enough to others. You run around busy doing all the things, but don't see the results you want. You put yourself on the back burner and survive instead of flourish. So may I ask you a question? Is that how you want to live? Or do you want to create more balance, growth, and impact in this stage of life? If so, I want to invite you to join my repurposed inner circle. You'll start by using my number one tool to design your life, set goals in the seven key areas, and take daily action. Then, inside the group, you'll get coaching to become more balanced, resources to experience more growth, and lots of inspiration and accountability to create more impact and live it out one day at a time. Not to mention a great community of amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Head over to lissafiggins.com forward slash inner dash circle to learn more and join. Now back to our conversation. That. Is it true that by the time you see the signs on the outside, it's been going on inside for a while? Yes. Yes. By the time you see the signs and here's a very, here's a scary thing for you. One out of three women will die of heart disease every single year. And I, I don't have my statistic up right now. I forgot it. Sorry. Um, Every, every 60 seconds, Hmm. an American is having a heart attack every 60 seconds. And I heard a statistic recently that I don't have right in front of me about the percent of, um, of diseases and and health issues we have that are preventable. Mm -hmm. Uh, 60% of Americans have preventable health issues, right? Yeah. So there is something we can do about it. So let's transition. So now we've kind of identified the problem and that maybe there's a problem that we haven't recognized or, you know, if we're not intentional, it, you know, over a kind of a cumulative effect. Okay. But the other thing I heard you say earlier was a lot of times the, the, our solution in our head is I'm going to go to a doctor and I'm going to get a prescription. Now, just putting this out there for our listeners, we are not saying don't go to a doctor, but I do know, and I found it very interesting what you shared about how much uh, training they have on pharmaceuticals. And I also know the same is true because of some close family members I have who've been through medical school that they don't get much training, like even on nutrition, right. And the, the role and impact that can have. Uh, so when you're going into that office, unless that doctor has educated themselves on some more of these holistic, you know, other options besides just here's another pill to take, um, you know, you're just going to start stacking up, you know, and you'll have this, you know, pill cocktail every morning, every night that you're taking. So, so let's talk about like, okay, so what tips do you have if somebody is either right now saying, okay, that's me, I'm raising my hand, I probably have been stressed for a while, and I know it, or uh, I think I could be heading down that road, or I don't want to go down that road, or maybe they're looking around and they're saying, I'm thinking of my friend, my family member, my coworker, you know, somebody else that may need to hear this. What, what advice would you give them as to like, what are, would be next steps? Absolutely. So next steps, and this is coming. So I want to just, I'm going to give you next steps, but I also want to push, you know, as a pharmacist, I don't push the pills. So I'm, you know, your non-traditional pharmacist that actually says, Hey, there's alternatives. And we look at those and we're going to talk about those that could be supplements. 
that could be in rare cases, it could be a prescription medication, but I really want to make sure that, you know, that I'm not just pushing medication because some of the easiest things that you can do to relieve stress, non-supplement, non-drug. Okay. Getting enough sleep. Yes. That is huge. Making sure that you have a sleep routine, just like we put our children to bed. If you set yourself a bedtime, put your devices away, get at least seven hours of sleep. Most adults need between seven and nine hours of sleep. If you're getting proper sleep, your body is resetting at night and going through the normal channels of what it needs to do to reset itself. And then you're going to be less stressed. Okay. Mm -hmm. So sleep is number one key. Now there are some supplements out there, uh, different things that can help. Ashwagandha is one of my favorite supplements to help with stress. However, as a disclaimer, I want to make sure that you don't just go and buy ashwagandha. Number one, you need to make sure that it's good quality ashwagandha. Number two, you got to make sure you're not allergic to it. Number three, you got to make sure it's not interacting with any of your other supplements or medications. And that's very key for me because I want to make sure that it doesn't interact because yes, it can interact with other things. And then third, I would say stress is making sure that you're getting enough movement throughout your day. So I like to use the word movement instead of the word exercise. Now, and and we talk, I talk a lot about, about functional movement. I'm not saying you need to go run a mile or do hours and hours on the treadmill or cardio. There's different things that throughout your day that less stress. So movement, walking outside and grounding yourself, standing on the grass, that can relieve stress in a matter of seconds. Try it. If you haven't grounded, try it. Getting that movement, just the, the, the impact of getting up from your chair and walking around can relieve stress. So those are three short little ways of how to relieve stress. I, I love those. And, you know, those are things that, you know, everything has a cumulative effect. One of my favorite books is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. And he talks about the compound effect can work either direction, right? We can do those three things on a regular daily basis, and it's going to move us towards better health, or we cannot do those things, or we can, you know, do the opposite of them or, you know, the the extreme on the other side. And, you know, it's all going to move us in one direction or another. So you have to decide that it's the priority and then, you know, be working, be working towards that. Right. Yep. So if I can remember, there's something you were talking about that triggered in my head. Um, oh goodness. I think I lost it when I was just in between uh, talking about that, that there, but you know, this is one of those things that we, we need to be proactive about, you know, and if we're not prioritizing it, essentially we are saying like, this is, this is not a priority, you know? And so I, I'd like to challenge my clients to say, you know, so if you're not making time for sleep or you're not making time for movement, okay. So are you willing to say then instead, you know what? Sleep and health are not a priority to me. And I think when you hear that come out of your mouth, you're like, oh my goodness, but really our schedule and our routines reflect what matters most to us and what our priorities are. And, you know, and that's really telling, which is, which is great because the things you've given us, everybody can do, right. We can, we can start doing some of these right away today. It's not something that has to be some huge thing. But the other thing I heard you say, which I absolutely love is oftentimes we need that outside perspective. We don't always see the things in ourselves 
And sometimes we need that little nudge or that somebody to show us our blind spots and to help us develop and create that plan. So if somebody's listening today, and again, maybe they raise their hand going, I'm, I know I'm already the stressed out girl, or I'm on my way, or I don't want to be, or I've got a friend or family member who is, how can they get in touch with you? What do you have to offer? What, you know, like we don't want to leave people in this place, right? Oh, this is what I was going to say. I remembered it. Okay. Let me just ask this question. And before you tell us that, okay. I want to ask about like with my clients, we always talk about like, what will, what will be your return on investment, right? If you invest in these priorities, if you invest in coaching with me, if you invest in, you know, in working on you, what will be the outcome of that? But the flip side of that is the cost of inaction, right? So if somebody decides they hear this today, it was a great podcast. Okay, great ideas. I probably should, but then they're on to whatever, and they never really come and circle back to it. What's the cost of inaction? I mean, you've kind of already touched on it, but I just want to make sure we kind of bring that home before we end. So the cost of inaction could actually be death. And I, I say it that way because I want to get the point across. You could die if you don't take action. If you're not taking care of your health, you're only given one body. You're not given nine lives like the cats. Right. I mean, they're not really given nine lives either. <laughs> but you know, you've you've got to make it a priority. And I can tell you firsthand experience, I was in a healthcare environment. I am a healthcare professional. I was working there. And when I saw so many other people going through this, this is this is happens to the healthcare people as well. I saw physicians and nurses and other administrative people in the healthcare environment that were going through stress and had different things. And then I myself went through this and I knew that if I didn't make a change, I was headed down that road where it wasn't going to be pretty. I was yeah. either going to end up where taking a lot of medications that is, could be a financial burden. I could be a burden for my family or I could decide to change. And I decided to step back out of that particular area. You know, I still have my career and I'm still able to, I luckily I was able to transition because of the world of opportunities in pharmacy. I was able to just transition and shift. And I hope that you can do that as well. You can transition and shift in your life. You repurpose your life. And that is definitely possible so that you don't end up in the hospital. You don't end up on a ton of medications. You don't end up a burden to your family or you don't end up dying of a heart attack or a stroke because you're not taking care of yourself right now. You want to live to have time with your family, your children, your grandchildren, your, your nieces, your nephews. If you if you don't have kids of your own, maybe it's your pet that you're living for. Who are you living for? You need to ask yourself that. Yeah. And what's going to happen if you don't take care of yourself? Are they going to be there? You know, you're not going to be able to have the fun and the energy if you're not taking care of yourself. Do you want to hike mountains? Do you want to go swimming? What, whatever it is that you want. You need to look at that because the return on investment, and I think that that is one thing that I struggled with, is that, ah, you know what, I can take a $10 pill. Well, that's probably not always the right answer. And I can tell you, being in pharmacy, that may not be the right answer. Let's, let's get to the root cause of the problem and figure out, okay, what can we transition? And with that, um, I do have a couple of things for you who are listening. I have created, um, and I don't want to give you too much information, but I have created a um, 10 tips to help you less stress. So it's an ebook that I've created and I'll, we'll, we'll put that link below. And then also, if you want to have a chat with me, 
then let's let's chat because maybe it's something you you hear that you're struggling. You're struggling with the stress, the anxiety, the depression. Maybe you're taking a boatload of medications or supplements and you know that there's a better answer. I don't want to just give you more of that. I want to optimize what you're taking. My role, the physicians call me a de-prescriber because I get rid of the excessive medications, the the excessive supplements. You don't need to be taking a whole bunch of stuff. So you can book a call with me at askdrmelissa.net. And then also I have that free 10 uh, ebook that I put together, 10, 10 things you can do right now today to reduce stress. I love that. And this is going to be airing right before the holidays. So, you know, we think about just normal everyday stress. Then we think about all the things going on on our world stress. And then we throw the holiday, you know, and, and whatever things that brings on. This is something we have to be intentional about, you know, and I love the fact that we're having this conversation. And I want to say to our listeners, don't be a next monther with this. You know, if you're listening to this today and it's December 21st, the day this airs, do something today, right? Don't put this off because when you put it off, it will always cost you more down the road. And like you said, I love how you hit on the fact that it will, it will cause you to be a burden and, and not to be able to enjoy the things. And two words came to mind, longevity. I had one grandma live to 102 and one to 98. So I figure if I split the difference, I'm going to hundred. So I'm not quite halfway yet, um, but I'm going to take care of myself so I can get there. And so that I can enjoy those generations, right? And uh, and have that legacy of, yeah, Lissa was there. She was around. She was able to be active in, in my life and, you know, and, and, and really giving and serving for as many years as God gave her. And that's that's my goal. And that's my mission is to help women figure out what does, what legacy do you want, right? What matters most to you? And so I'll drop a link to, I've got a, um, a free daily priorities planner where we take those seven key areas of life and say, what do you want this to look like today? Right. And then just real quick and short and sweet, just otherwise life just keeps going, rolling. And just like with stress, if we're not paying attention and being intentional, you're going to end up somewhere you don't want to be. And then, you know, it's a, it takes a whole lot more to undo it. So I love that we're having this conversation. I love what you're offering, you know, and yeah, if we can be taking less and doing more, I think that's, that's the key, right? So okay. before we go, I always just like to ask, like, just kind of off the cuff, if you could just say one thing to that stressed out girl right now who's listening, what would you say to her? Don't wait. Mm. Don't wait. Yeah. I love that. And no matter where you are and how long you've waited, it's never too late, right? To take action uh, in any of these areas. So thank you so much, Dr. Melissa, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing your experience and your perspective on this. I trust that you as a listener have gleaned some nuggets. You've got some action steps. You've got some resources now. We're going to put in the comments. And please share this episode with people that you love and care about, uh, because this may be exactly what they need to hear as well to make sure that they're being intentional in their health as well as the other important areas of their life. So until next time, let's keep rethinking our priorities to truly create a life that you love. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. While it's top of mind, be sure to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. And better yet, come join my repurposed inner circle for women after 40. You'll start by using my number one tool to design your life, set goals in the seven key areas, and take daily action. Then, inside the group, you'll get coaching to become more balanced, resources to experience more growth, and lots of inspiration and accountability to create more impact and live it out one day at a time. Not to mention a great community of amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. 
Just click the link in the show notes to learn more. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would add value for others in this stage of life, please leave a review right here on this platform because that helps get it seen and heard by more women like you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lissa Figgins on any social platform. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.